Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, Katie. Hello, everyone, and hello, Alexis. (laughs) Hello to everyone, as well as Alexis. Anyway, um, welcome back to the podcast. It's Monday, everyone. Good morning. Good day. It might not be Monday when you're listening to this. Yeah, the likelihood is that it's a one out of seven chance that you... That is really good. The likelihood is that it's a one out of seven chance. On the other hand, it could be not that. Yeah, right. Of right, course, exactly. everyone listening's like, X out, these girls are idiots. Yep. And um, I don't know when they will be listening to this either, because we're kind of like recording out of order. Guys, so... we are recording three times this week, I think, two times next yep. week. Like, what's happening? Yep. What's happening? Literally. Yep. We are, we've taken a turn. Yeah. We went from recording, like, all... On Sunday. On Sunday and editing, like, hours before midnight to recording, like, three times a week. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So, it's I don't know if that's... Baby. I don't know if that's a good thing or if that's a bad thing, but it is happening. <laughs> we need some balance. We really need some yeah. balance. It's, yeah. this was, like, we just got a lot of guests and they all just yes. kind of got scheduled really quickly. Yes. But we cannot complain. We hope you guys have been liking all the guests we've been having on, and we have more coming, and you will love them because they're amazing, and we're having a lot of fun meeting these new people, so. Yes, and we I feel it. like all of these guests are, like, actually people that will, not that any of our guests have not given you knowledge, but I feel like these no, it's are like very specific, so knowledge-based, like yeah, very niche down, yeah. Yeah, Love definitely. And we're, we're kind of trying to target things like that. So if you guys have anything you especially want to hear about, um, DM us. We're always open to yes. hearing what you guys um, want to hear. Also, someone DM'd us and asked us to do a part two of the Karen stories. And I really want to do that one again. But um, so we'll probably post on the stories sometime. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, we've already posted that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do want to record that again because I loved that episode. That was such a yeah. fun episode. So if you are listening and you have any Karen stories, um, definitely DM those to us. And we'll be working on getting that part two of that up. Um, and we also kind of want to do more things that are like your whatever stories. Um, yes. So again, if you guys have any ideas, we're always open to them. And we love doing this. Is We do this for you guys. We talk yeah. all the time. We could talk without right. recording. So we do this for you guys. Yes, exactly. Um, so we want to help. But anyway, Alexis, how's your week been? Um, it's been okay. Um, it's been good, I guess. Um, I don't know, it's been kind of like uneventful. I yeah, have been same going thing over and over. Yeah, it's just kind of like the same. I feel like I'm very busy but also not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I have been going home uh to un oh, can't say where my mom lives. Um I've been going home <laughs> to my mom's house uh, a lot more recently and um, like because obviously because of the pandemic like I wasn't seeing her for a long time yeah. um, but we're both fully vaccinated and um, the mask mandate has been lifted in Vermont so I've been going home a lot more and seeing my mom and that like I mean I knew that I missed my mom like I didn't realize how yeah. like weird my life was without mm-hmm. seeing my mom um so yeah it's been really nice what about you katie well on that on that note i heard on the radio something very exciting of course everything you hear on the radio is only 100 percent facts of course Um, 
I heard that they suspect that the like actual pandemic, like being declared a pandemic, it will end within a month. Wow. So like, I mean, of course, COVID's still going to be here, but it's like not going to be well, a, that actually a that actually lines up with what the Vermont governor is saying because yeah. a while ago he said that he wanted everything to be back to normal quotes normal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um July 4th and right now when yeah. we're recording this it is June 2nd so yeah that would so line I think up. yeah and I think it's not obviously nobody thinks like in one month COVID will disappear but it's going to be not considered a pandemic because you know there's levels of like diseases that are considered pandemics like we all know how that works. Right, so right. I don't know. That was just a nice, happy thing. And I think, like, as somebody who's vaccinated, I'm feeling like things are normal again. Yeah, and it's weird, like, when I think about going and flying to Alabama, like, I thought, like, two months ago, I I was, like, think when thinking about traveling to visit you, like, I thought it I would be a lot more, like, Nervous. uneasy about mm-hmm. that. Like, but... And I mean, like, I definitely want to take precautions. Like, most yeah. likely I will wear a mask, like, on yeah, the in a plane, plane yeah. and, like, you know. Um, and, like, I'm definitely going to be more aware of, like, using hand sanitizer, washing my hands, you know, like, that yeah. kind of thing. And, like, but staying. But just the, the normal amount. not. But, yeah, the normal <laughs> yeah. amount, not, like, COVID, like, like lockdown amount. Yeah, um, exactly. But, yeah, it's really nice and, like, kind of freeing, a uh, freeing feeling to, like, not be constantly just, like yeah scary and i'm i'm really glad that we booked that trip when we did because i feel like prices are about to go up for travel like a lot because Mm -hmm. things are really really open now um but yeah we'll we'll be able to do stuff safely while you're here which is very exciting yes of course everybody still doesn't know but like soon enough we can't just keep this straight up we're gonna soon enough have to tell everybody what time do we (laughs) we might because i think that this is coming out like in like i don't know when this is coming out but us checking um, our calendar on the podcast. I think we just say, why are we keeping it a secret? You're definitely coming. Or keeping a secret a little bit longer. Okay. I don't really know what Alexis's situation is, but maybe she's surprising me with some giant okay, reveal. Okay, fine. I'm coming on July 9th. <laughs> yes, Alexis is going to be flying to Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. July 9th. So, yep. Alexis is big trip south. Yes. Um but yeah, we're really excited. We're not going to tell you guys everything that we have planned. I'm sure you can make yep. some educated guesses um, as to what two podcast co-hosts do when they meet. When they meet for the first time, cry, that's such a hug. <laughs> share a Alexis bed. will meet my dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love so it. it's going to be actually a <laughs> actually today. Um, I was on TikTok and there's this like cookie store called like crumble crumble cookie. we have one okay is it in ma- does it store with an m maybe <coughs> oh my god i just wasn't even talking and i just choked mountain brook are you talking um, about mountain brook no there was let me see if i still have it on my are you talking about montgomery i think so that's a whole different city we have one in birmingham but I yeah. looked it up on Google. We I literally looked up Crumble Birmingham and it didn't show one. up. We have one. It just wow. opened. I'm My pretty sure. Or, it's, oh, okay. or it's about to open. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense for a Google standpoint. But no, I literally saw these cookies on TikTok and I was like, um, yeah. I know for a fact Vermont does not have anything like this, Vermont but does Birmingham not. might. Might. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> like you're gonna like, make a list make of places happen. you have to go alexis was like we have to go to chick-fil-a immediately and i was like mm, yeah okay i was trying to well. figure out which it, i told austin this and he was like he was like oh honey you you don't understand but i was like i i told him how i said to you like i either have to i have to fly into either atlanta and katie would have to come pick me up or fly into birmingham but whichever one has to have a chick-fil-a like very quickly and austin was like you realize either place would have that and i was like and oh, yeah probably five minutes F- from either other, place there's probably uh, another chick-fil-a uh, so, yeah exactly anyway. and probably um, other stuff that's even better than chick-fil-a so there's a lot that's better than chick-fil-a yeah there's mm-hmm. a lot you're yeah. gonna have a food adventure it's gonna be so good oh it's I'm gonna so be excited. so good I'm so excited oh my god yeah um okay well anyway so now that we've talked about god knows what we talked about um, cookies yeah now that we talked about crumble cookies if any of y'all have ever had crumble slide into our dms and tell us your experience please and tell me what ones i should get we've asked everybody to tell us things in our dms like 50 times so far in the past like nine minutes so please. really <laughs> please please get in our d please slide into our dms that's all um, we want people are gonna hate me for talking to my baby voice anyway <laughs> what's your goal what are your goals hashtag goals my hashtag goal uh, relates to the topic of this episode, actually, yes. um, because we re- just recorded, we just got off with Sarah, Sarah Burke, who Love is, um, yes, she was like the best. Um, and she likes Tom Felton, so that is, you know. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we just got off with Sarah and she just gave me like so much inspiration and ideas for my own business Pinterest. I mean like for Eat Smarter for my social media management um, job I do Pinterest every day but I just I I do be slacking on my own business Pinterest which is just why. Um, So yeah I am gonna my goal is just to get back on that and figure my shit out basically so yeah what about you yeah um mine is i'm keeping with these concrete goals i want to post on my pinterest three times this week it's very easy um i should be able to handle it we'll see if i do it but yeah so we had sarah burke on today she is a pinterest strategist so she works with small businesses and bloggers to um, basically monetize their pinterest essentially um make their pinterest productive for their business um and yeah she had a ton of amazing things to say we talked about all kinds of things from stolen work on pinterest to how to market on pinterest marketing so all that good stuff. And planning yeah. and everything exactly so i guess we will go ahead and get into our chat with sarah Okay, so we have Sarah here today. This is a super exciting episode. Sarah, thank you for coming on. Hi, of course. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, we get questions all the time about Pinterest. Neither me nor Alexis understand Pinterest. Literally at fully. all. <laughs> I, I sort I of actually... do. I mean, I do do Pinterest for my job, so I shouldn't say I don't understand it, but in the terms that you do, I do not. it's confusing I I understand it is it's just it's so different but also it's so nice because I feel like it's the least toxic of the social media platforms definitely and the the funny thing with that actually is that 
the past couple weeks, because I, like, run, like, a social media, like, accounts for a recipe, like, website, and the past couple weeks, the most, like, negative feedback that I've gotten has been on Pinterest. It's, like, absolutely hilarious. Like, I did a video, um, it's called, like, Eat Smarter, the website that I work for, and it's, like, I did a video of, like, strawberry milk, and someone was, like, can't you just use Nesquik? I was like, uh, yeah, you could. Yeah, <laughs> you if, and I literally responded like, "That's what you want to do. Go for it." Like, what? Jesus. Yeah, love it. Um. Well, anyway, Sarah, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do, how you became the Pinterest expert, all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um. I'm Sarah. Uh. I'm 23, and I kind of fell into the online business world after graduation. I moved to an area that didn't have a lot of like marketing jobs available, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is very similar to a lot of people's stories. But you know, I saw a TikTok about starting your business, and so I <laughs> hopped onto Instagram, and someone hired me to do their Pinterest. And since then, I just fell in love because, like you said, it is very typically not toxic it's not as much work as instagram and i don't know it's just really powerful and i like to call myself the your new pinterest bff because i really believe that most if not all business owners can benefit from pinterest and i want to share how totally that's my whole deal yeah that's amazing i love that so much um so really like just starting out with our audience is primarily artists and so Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest questions that we have when it comes to Pinterest like from our audience is about artwork and like posting artwork and how a lot of the times the artwork then gets stolen and posted onto um, Instagram like without you know crediting obviously and claiming it as their own so what are your kind of like thoughts on that or like how to combat that or how to deal with it that kind of stuff yeah it's definitely that's such an unfortunate side of Pinterest is that there's not a lot of tools available for artists who are worried about that but there are Mm -hmm. some I believe there's like um kind of like a copyright claiming page or center that you can say hey this person is stealing my content and you can get that removed one of the best things I can recommend doing is just having your Pinterest profile set up and claiming like your website, your Instagram, your Etsy shop, wherever you have your artwork. So that way it makes it really easy for people to pin directly from your sources and you do get that credit. That's probably the best way you can safeguard and protect and make sure that Pinterest is understanding that this is coming from you and this is your work. Totally. I've had times where, because I have a Pinterest for my business, but I don't use it as much as I should and I have been scrolling and then just seen something of my own work that I know I haven't pinned and it's so like what do you Mm -hmm. even do in this situation so I think that's so so accurate that like the best way to do that is just pin everything so you can say like no this is actually my stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah and I feel like I've seen that a lot too like sometimes I'll just be scrolling on Pinterest and I'm like oh that's mine um (laughs) but usually I feel like the way that Pinterest is and in my experience like people aren't doing it to like steal your work people are just like filling their boards and like that's just the way that people are and like there's people who like their primary thing is Pinterest like you can tell like that's their whole thing like they have you know their presets they do and all that kind of stuff um I've previously like dm'd people and been like hey could you just like link my Etsy or link my website and they'll be like oh yeah sure and then just link it on that so I feel like reaching out to people can be good too yeah Yeah, definitely. definitely 
yeah. Um, okay, so I guess sort of on the other side of the the coin from that, um, talking about ethically sourcing photos from Pinterest. Um, of course, there's no one correct way to do this. Um, but in your opinion and in your experience working with Pinterest, what is the best way? I know that it can be really hard to like find sources sometimes from Pinterest, um, but kind of the best way to give credit and use people's work um, from Pinterest like ethically. I feel like honestly, the best policy would probably be if you can't tell where it's from, maybe don't use it. If it's not right. very obvious that it's that creator's work. Um, if you want to go the extra step, you could do a reverse image search on Google and see where the first place it was posted was. But that's not always accurate because Pinterest. Um, that would probably be the best. And, you know, if you don't know or maybe look for a watermark in the image itself, mm-hmm. um, try and reach out to that person on Instagram or whatever they may have linked. Doing more research, I think the more you can do is just the best, the better way to do it. <laughs> Right. But it yeah. definitely can be difficult. Yeah, I think like yeah, in sure. from like an artist point of view, like I have used Pinterest as like a reference search kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been asked before, like, what do you do when you then want to go like sell those illustrations that you've used like those references for? And my like what I've usually done is I have just um, found the person that uh the photo comes from and then just reached out to them and been like hey I'm planning on doing an illustration of this photo do you mind if I sell it and like 90% of the either I've never had no one anyone say no I've just had them not respond which that's totally fine um mm-hmm. but yeah I just do that and honestly I used to do when I was doing a lot more illustrations I would that I was selling I would just do that before I even started the illustration and that way I don't like waste my time if I really want to sell that piece um but yeah just an idea but so we asked in our stories um for a bunch of questions about pinterest from our audience and one of the most common questions was just how to drive traffic um and that goes both for like how do you drive traffic to your pinterest and then how do you drive traffic once people are on pinterest like to your stuff Mm -hmm. so all right, that's a huge question. So I'm gonna <laughs> step it back and start kind of at the like <laughs> beginning of what is like how do you use Pinterest for business right. or whatever. Um, in general, when it comes to growing your Pinterest and then in turn growing your website traffic from Pinterest, it's made up of two parts. Um, first, obviously the images. Pinterest is a mm-hmm. visual search engine, so what you're posting should look good. Um, and also when it comes to you know, people are just scrolling so fast through Pinterest. You want something that's going to stand out. Eye-catching. Yes, yeah. exactly. You want to stop that scroll um, as much as you can. And then the second component is search engine optimization. So mm-hmm. unlike Instagram, it's not about how many people follow you and your pins don't necessarily get pushed out to your followers. It's really based on what people are searching for. So right. you need to make sure that whatever you're posting has titles and descriptions that reflect what the content is about that's like the keywords so you might do like fun graphic design or cute sticker design things like that it's pretty Mm -hmm. intuitive you can get more technical but at the base level you just want to make sure that what you're posting to pinterest you describe it in a way that like people are going to search for it and be able to find it exactly yeah it's very it makes sense like you said so that's like the overview of like the two things that you should 
take into consideration when it comes to growing your Pinterest. And if you have those basics, you're pretty much on track. And then basically from there, it's the same as you would expect for most marketing platforms. It's about consistency. Um, I recommend that you post like one original pin per day at a minimum, and you can schedule that out in advance, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that more later, but um, consistency, that one pin per day really does help right. and build up that like presence on Pinterest. Once people start interacting with your pins, I'm sure you've noticed this if you use Pinterest at all, but you'll get shown that person's pins more and more. Pinterest knows that you like it and they're like, here, take right. more. Right. So, or a specific like type of content. Like as soon as you start searching for one thing, then you get shown that more and more. Yes. Like so. hundreds of times. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then again, like especially with artists, I think it's really important to include a link. Don't just like post the picture mm -hmm. of your design, which is really cool, but um, make it work harder for you by actually sending them somewhere, whether that's your Instagram or your shop or even like a blog post, make it work harder for you, not smarter. That's like a thing I say all the time. Right. And I Definitely. feel like that also is like how you kind of monetize Pinterest, like just having something like, especially if you do have an Etsy or you do have a website linking it to there instead of your Instagram, that's like a direct link to something where they could potentially give you money. So exactly. Yeah. And you can even set up like a shop catalog on Pinterest. It's like not my main area of expertise, so oh. I don't exactly know how, but they yep. do have a lot of e-commerce tools more and more. Cool. Kind of like how Instagram just started doing that. Exactly. Cool. Um, okay. So this is a question I just came up with in my head. How would you say the interaction between original pins and then sharing other people's pins works because I've played around a lot. I am by no means an expert and could not tell you where the success or lack of success has ever come from. Um, but you know, you can obviously pin other people's pins to your boards as well as pin your own pins. So do you find that a combination of boards with original and shared or all original or more shared kind of what's the balance there is there really an answer to that sort of just speak on that yeah this is definitely something that has changed in the past like year or two years because it used to be a lot more about what you do share of other people's but pinterest keeps saying like we want unique original content so that means posting your own and that should always be your focus to me i think that using pinterest as you naturally would by you know repinning other people's content as it brings inspiration or things that you want to know and kind of building that well-rounded profile is super important to demonstrate. I'm not just like self-promoting. I'm actual, actually a real user who uses Pinterest. Right. I would say dominating your profile with just like all other people's content probably won't help you at all. Um, but there's generally no kind of hard and fast rule or percentages or anything. Nice. Yeah, I feel like, especially, like, when I started, at, like, my um, social media job, like, that was a big thing was, like, that we needed to start pinning other people's stuff. Um, and really, the question, like, that I got asked was, like, well, doesn't that, like, just market other people's stuff? And, like, yes, but at the same time, I think that it shows that you're, like, a member of a community and that you really want to, mm -hmm. like, provide people value because if you're mm -hmm. just pinning your own stuff it's very clear that I'm trying to benefit myself whereas yeah. like if you're pinning other people's stuff stuff that's helpful to like an audience then it shows them that you actually care and that you care more about them being provided with 
knowledge and um, just like entertainment than just you getting your own stuff across to an uh, audience. So yeah. yeah, and I've noticed like in my own analytics that sometimes, although this isn't necessarily how you want it, sometimes the things that you share, the things that really like get your views up, which obviously getting your views up is never bad, but I do wish that I was better at making that my own things rather than other people's pens. Um, but on that same vein, sort of, I guess, talking about analytics, um, can you sort of talk on the difference between like a personal Pinterest and a business Pinterest? Because for the longest time I was using my personal Pinterest as a business Pinterest mm-hmm. and now I've changed. And although it was difficult, it was very much worth it. So yeah, absolutely. If you are planning to market your business or market yourself on Pinterest, absolutely start a Pinterest business account. You can switch from a personal one or start a new one if like your personal one's sort of cluttered, but it lets you track better analytics and you can actually see if people are pinning your pins, if they're clicking on your website, if they're going to your shop. And that is super important to know if Pinterest is even worth your time. If you're just posting on Pinterest and not knowing like how many people are liking it, you won't be able to get a lot of information from that. Analytics is definitely a key part of like, you want to see what's working, what isn't, and be able to adapt from there. Yeah. And as somebody who does Pinterest for businesses, how often do you work with analytics and sort of like what, like, do you give reports on that? Like sort of what's that look like for you? Yeah. So Pinterest, a lot of things about Pinterest are a little bit glitchy. They're a little bit odd. Mm -hmm. Um, So it take, it can take a little while for Pinterest to get the all of the analytics and all of the data back and even then they're not always accurate so it's definitely not a thing that you need to be going in and checking every single day or even every single week i provide my clients with monthly reports comparing you know the past month and what we've done this month Um, we focus a lot on especially outbound clicks so clicks to your Mm -hmm. website instagram shop whatever Um, because those are like you said the monetizable parts of pinterest Great. I feel like that's a really good point. So you don't keep like checking your stuff, just like constantly seeing like no change. If yeah, it can be updating. super addictive. So when you yeah. say that it's like kind of like like un- like unpredictable, like you say, mm-hmm. I f- like is that does that mean that it's not updating as fast as it? Like, is it showing old analytics or it's kind of all over the place so okay. one it does take like a couple days to show like the New, most current numbers yeah, right and then sometimes especially this is more when it comes to statistics and analytics on individual pins all of the like the numbers might not be accurate it might show like oh you've only had one repin on this but you can see like what boards it's been pinned to and it'll be more than one so mm-hmm. sometimes the kind of aggregate okay. number isn't always correct but Again, individually, the stats don't necessarily matter, and it's not something okay. to stress out about too much. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. I noticed the same thing on Instagram for sure. Like sometimes I'll look at story shares, and if I click to see the story shares, it's like yeah, scrolling it's and so, scrolling, yeah. and it'll say like ten. I'm like, this is more than ten. Yep. That's mm-hmm. that happens to me too. But that's very interesting because like on my on my um like social media management um Pinterest um sometimes a pin will have like thirty. And then I'll click away, and then I click back, and it has 3,000. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right, good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so one thing, like, I think just anybody that has a business or is, like, a social media manager or anything, 
um, really when you're just dealing with social media in general in any capacity. I think trends are something that's super important. And I know for Pinterest, it really is. So how do you keep track of like what the current trends are for the certain time in the world or in like season or anything like that? How do you like, is there like a place that you look or anything like that? Other, I mean, obviously there's just like scrolling through Pinterest, but one of the things about Pinterest is you kind of have to think ahead of time because it Mm. can take 30 to 60 days for Pinterest to like fully index your pin. So like right now we're already thinking towards July and August. Like the 4th of July. Exactly. So if you're just scrolling through, it can be hard to plan ahead. But other than that, Pinterest has its own kind of like Google trends. Pinterest has Pinterest trends. And you can go search a keyword and you can see the 12 month like search data from that and see when there are spikes in interest and you can plan around that. It'll also suggest other keywords that might be helpful to use in your content. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Pinterest also yearly puts out Pinterest predicts, which has a bunch of different things that they think are going to be trending over the next year for like right. every single industry possible. And they have a pretty high like accuracy rating so really yeah that's interesting cool that's really interesting um sort of I guess on the same vein as like when you were talking about the I guess the life of a pin I've learned in my classes that Pinterest has like the longest life mm-hmm. like on Instagram your thing your post is going to stop getting likes after a certain amount of time not completely but like it's not going to show up in people's feed whereas yeah. on Pinterest it will stay in people's feed for longer so sort of what's your experience with that how long do you see action on pins you know how you like you said you have to plan in advance but sort of what's the difference between that and other platforms um yes pinterest by far is the longest i have clients that are still getting action on pins like years later and yeah if a pen kind of goes viral it does have that sort of sticking power and you'll get mm-hmm. people coming back to it again and again every time someone shares it or saves it like it gets pushed out to their audiences so years honestly um that's in more extreme cases right but even your average pin could still get shown up anytime it's like if you searched on google you might find a blog post from 2016 that's Mm -hmm. still up in the top um totally yeah yeah and i feel like something unique about pinterest that isn't really the same way with other social media is the way that you really do utilize the search. Like, I feel like people really do. It's like a search engine in and of itself. Rather, like, we're like yeah, Instagram. Instagram, not, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. Like, hashtags, but you're not really, like, going on Instagram and searching full phrases the same yeah. way you are on Pinterest, which I think is really unique. I also came up with another question. I'm really cranking them out in my brain. <laughs> um, I'm like, I need to gather all the information possible so I can <laughs> use Pinterest right. Um, so a lot of our listeners are small business owners, one-woman shows, um, or man, one man shows. I don't know if we have any yes. men listeners. Representation. Two like percent of our listeners, but um, <laughs> it's it's but, just my dad. That's the one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah like literally, maybe your boyfriend. Um, but you know that means limited time in your day, and mm-hmm. this is you know Pinterest is like an added thing. Um, so if you only had say thirty minutes or like one hour per day to or less to spend on Pinterest, what would you say would be the things that you would do? What would be your like to do list to get the most out of that little time you have? Honestly, I would take whatever bits you have every day, condense it into maybe max two hours a week, and spend that time creating images, descriptions, and scheduling them. 
that's all it takes. Genuinely, two hours a week is all you need, probably even less than that Mm -hmm. as you get used to it. Um, But again, since Pinterest is really all about creating that new content, I know it can be, again, it's another thing for small business owners to worry about. It's a lot. I get it. But the thing about Pinterest is you don't have to show up on stories every day. You don't have to Mm -hmm. engage when you post a pin. You can batch it out, schedule it out, and not even worry about it at all. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like it's also, like, there's less, like, because Instagram and, like, TikTok are so much more, like, it it shows when something doesn't do well. I feel like Mm -hmm. Pinterest, no one's really, like, looking or no, like yeah, or they can't even, or they even can because like really the only way that they can like see is like going to see how many followers followers you have but like who cares on pinterest yeah so it's really like the the risks are much lower i feel like and i feel like honestly the the rewards are higher on pinterest because yeah. like you might actually get a sale or like a commission or something whereas on instagram there's a lot more like processes that a customer would have to yeah. go through in order to purchase mm-hmm. something. And with Pinterest so, too, like yeah. you don't even have to necessarily create new content. You're just going to reuse right. and repurpose what you already have. Like right, if you exactly. made a TikTok, just put it on Pinterest. Um, yeah. Videos so it's not a so whole well lot of extra yeah. creation. Videos do so well on Pinterest. It's yeah. Insane. I don't know what is up with that. My videos have been like popping off recently. Um, but I also feel like something that I do on Pinterest that I've seen like be successful is sometimes if I even just like take a cute picture for my Instagram story and it doesn't feel like Instagram post worthy, almost everything to me is Pinterest worthy. Like there's <laughs> somebody who wants to share that on their aesthetic board or what, like something yeah. or, you know, even if it's just one person sharing it. So I kind of will upload a lot of things to Pinterest um, at once, kind of go a little Pinterest crazy. Um, also in that same vein, something that I do that can't be good. I would love to hear your opinion is I'll post like f- probably 10 things on Pinterest and then ghost for like a week and a half and then post like 20 <laughs> things on Pinterest and then like ghost for like a month. So what's, you know, we talked a little bit about consistency, but I'm assuming that's bad to do. It's probably not the best, um, <laughs> but I mean, we, we knew that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scheduling in advance is going to be your best bet because it's just like you might hit people at different peak times. Right. So you have more chances to reach people. Um, Pinterest's own scheduler is really great for that. Um, there's lots of other tools also that are amazing. But yeah, mm-hmm. ideally, you'd want to schedule it out. So also then Pinterest doesn't see like these huge spikes in activity every so often. Right, and these gaps and everything. Yeah, because that could come off as spammy. And some yeah. sometimes they have like an overactive spam filter that you want to avoid. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you can schedule things straight from Pinterest, like yeah in the actual website that is so nice mm-hmm. yeah i didn't even know that that's crazy. instagram needs to get on that like yesterday yeah um oh, but yeah, yeah we did we did get some questions about content planning apps but this just in guys you don't even need one for pinterest it has its own <laughs> so exciting yeah. very very exciting um okay this is another question we got from our amazing audience people had a lot of questions i was so excited that people had yeah i feel like this yeah. is like one of the topics that people are like yes finally talk about this <laughs> Yeah, they've been waiting. Um, so I guess this sort of can can be 
about planning and um, scheduling your content as well. But people are talking about how to stay on top of it and sort of forgetting about Pinterest. So I guess you can just sort of talk about what you do and how you help businesses stay on top of Pinterest and succeed on Pinterest. Sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, kind of the benefit of Pinterest is that you can forget about it. If you put in just a couple Mm. of hours of work, you can just, and if you schedule in advance, you can just forget about it, go about um, the rest of your day. Um, So what I do is I do that for people. I take care of that batch work and that scheduling. I take whatever content they have on their Instagram or website, create the pins and make sure it's all scheduled and ready to go so they can forget about it. Um, But as for people looking to do it for themselves, again, it's really about batching for me. Well, I work best in batches because I can kind of zone in on this, like, this is what I'm doing, I'm creating. one task at a time kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Um, You could even set, like, a reminder in your calendar once a month or once a week saying, like, hey, create a pen to Pinterest. Or if you already have some sort of project management system or a to-do list with other marketing, like, if you're posting blogs or to Instagram, you can just add another tick to that list of post to Pinterest. So every time, mm-hmm. you know, you upload an Instagram post, you know to go in and just be like, okay, let's drag this over, put it in Pinterest. Um, those might be some helpful tips. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah definitely. And yeah. even for like an art account, I feel like getting like a planning, uh, like a content planner type of like app or website would be helpful. Like, even if you're not planning on planning out months in advance, I feel like anyone can kind of benefit from that. Even if you're going to plan it and like schedule it for the next day, then that way you can just post it, like schedule it out to post on Instagram and schedule it out to post on Pinterest. And that way you don't forget and you don't have to like cross over to two different apps and like do all the different things and you have it up already. Like, I feel like it's just kind of beneficial. Yeah, and if we're talking about batching and how that works, like, with your brain, I last night scheduled something for Instagram this morning because I just, like, it stops you in your tracks to, like, have to stop and remember to post and remember to do something. Yes. Um, So I feel like that's always helpful. And it really, like, weirdly breaks up your day, I feel like, having to, like, just stop to, like, post something. It, like, Mm -hmm. kind of ruins it so not ruins it but ruins, ruins your, my day yeah, every day ruins my day the, my whole entire job just ruins my day um but no like it really just like kind of stops like you said it stops you in your tracks so yeah yeah for sure all right do we want to do random questions yes pinterest related pinterest related alexis. i love pinterest so much <laughs> alexis came up with these alexis said do you want to do the honors yes um okay so <laughs> This is, um, these are both, like, for your own, like, personal Pinterest pages. I'm assuming, like, that you like Pinterest and so is your whole job. So I'm yes. assuming that you have your own personal account. You assume um, correctly. Yes. So my question is, what is the weirdest Pinterest board that you have, 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 or have ever had? Oh, my gosh. I need to go to my old Pinterest for this. Me too. Yeah, I'm, honestly. I'm accessing it now. <laughs> My business Pinterest is like the cleaned up version. Like you like you were talking about earlier, I had to like just make a whole new one. My personal mm-hmm. one is just a mess. Not mm-hmm. good. Um, I'll just go ahead and expose myself. Um, I have, <laughs> I feel like Katie already knows. Um, I have a whole Pinterest board. I'm, I like Tom Felton from... Oh, God. <laughs> from Harry Potter. Um, and so I have an entire board 
Yeah. That's literally so embarrassing. It's so I hope embarrassing. That you're so embarrassed. I can support <laughs> you there. I have a things I love board. It's long gone now, but the first pin on that board is of Tom Felton and Rupert Grant. So. <laughs> Oh my god, we're best friends. <laughs> it's all nerdy stuff. Yeah. It's oh my god. I think I was like twelve when I had that. So mm-hmm. oh my yep. god. Yeah. I feel like mine. It's not necessarily like the actual boards, mm-hmm. like the topics of the boards that are weird. It's like the things inside of them, mm-hmm. like my old fashioned boards. <laughs> hideous. I also have a board called Books, 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 <laughs> and I don't read. So. I know I have that. I actually hate reading. It was aspirational. And then I have a board that I made like two years ago called Penny. And it has two dog bowls in it for a dog that I thought I was going to get named Penny. Now I am getting a dog. It's not named Penny. And I have a whole new board for it on my other Pinterest. I love that. Okay. So so along along the same lines of the like old fashioned, my next question is... um, what were you, I guess it can fit into the fashion as well, but what was your wedding Pinterest board look, what did it look like when you were in middle school and or high school? And if you don't have a wedding one, then you could do like fashion because that is also horrendous for me. So I think I deleted my wedding one after I looked through <laughs> Oh, I did too. It was like in the woods and like in like the trees and like I literally hate that. Like that's <laughs> not who I am like I don't like being outside um mm-hmm. oh my god another board I have a tattoos idea board I think I was like probably like oh yeah I, I made that yeah mm-hmm. I have my I just recently got like a few new tattoos and so I went through my Pinterest like tattoo inspo board and deleted a bunch of stuff that I had pinned from like middle school that like I would absolutely never get now but my wedding boards I had multiple um, I still have multiple, to be honest. Um, I, it was, like, all coral. Yes. Everything. <laughs> yeah. You guys, like, might be the same person. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Freaked out. Like, I don't even like that color, and, like, I don't think I ever really did. But, like, my entire wedding board was all coral. Yeah. Mine was very <laughs> rustic, southern preppy also yep. I don't know how those two go together but apparently in my wedding board they did um mm-hmm. so yeah lots of mason jars lots of burlap oh, yes love that. yep burlap everything. <laughs> well I I found my board and it's actually a combination wedding baby family oh. board it's called someday which please never it's hideous mine was called it's- one day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I will put some of this on the podcast story. Um, It's, like, pictures of people kissing and then, like, wedding dresses and then people camping and then, like, a kid holding balloons. That's nice. Anyway, and, like, one engagement ring and I hate it. It's so ugly. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to – I just, like, went through all of my, like, wedding, like, engagement type of stuff and I I had pinned some stuff that, like, I don't think young Alexis even liked that, but I pinned it. For some reason. Yeah. So I yep. feel the same way. All right. Well, Sarah, do you want to go ahead and plug yourself? Tell everybody where they can find you, how they can hire you, all that good stuff. <laughs> sure, yeah. So mainly it's Instagram. My handle is the Sarah Burke. Sarah S-A-R-A-H Burke B-U-R-K. My mom thought she was giving me an easy name, but no. Um, <laughs> so that's mainly the place where you can find me, everything about me. 
I also have a website that's linked there, but it's sarahaburke.com. And that's really, that's, that's me online. And of course, Pinterest um, is linked. I'm honestly not great at running my own Pinterest, but I am great at running other people. So <laughs> too busy running everybody else's. We know yep. how it is. Yeah. Um, we know that right. well. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on our Instagram account, check your aesthetic podcast and our personals, Katie Creative Co., AlexisAdams.co, and Sarah Burke. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.